Hello, hello, hello. I'm uh, I'm downstairs again. I feel like it's more chilly, especially when you're in the morning. Um, there's the first arm. Should do an arm count. Um, but I don't know if it's echoey down here. Jed said I need to stop doing the starting these videos with like where like I just start saying all things. But I think it's good. I think this is a good way to start them. Never really with a concise plan or anything. Still haven't took notes for this one. Um, another arm. I'm going to, so look at this, oh yeah, first thing, why have I not gone straight for the, the big thing that you're all wondering, that you're all looking at this thinking, whoa, oh, wrong, wrong side, look at this, it's the opposite side for me, I've learned how to uh, put my logo up there, do you know what I mean, I'm on OBS now, I'm not on a photo booth, so once I learn how to do a lot more cool shit, put fucking like and comment at the top and all that, maybe have the live chat on screen when we're uh, enjoying the live chat, listen, that's going to be over. Um, I've done, so the only notes I've done is I've done the, uh, so it's like, why is it so weird, this one, OBS, so it just says like, the name of the fight, so I don't forget what fight I need to talk about, um, but yeah, everyone, so most people are saying that it's better without notes, that the fact that I go off course so much, and like, sometimes don't even finish a story whatsoever, um, what's that? Oh, I thought that was actually an important message, as if, um, yeah, that I go off track and everything and things like that, <laughs> that it's better, so I'm not going to do notes, ever. Maybe not ever, maybe one day I'll have to start taking it seriously, but at the minute, I'm not doing notes. Um, so, going to talk about Liam Smith, Eubank, the whole card, the fa uh, not the whole card, but a few fights off that card, and then obviously massively on the main event. Uh, UFC Paris, but only the last, I only watched, ended up watching, I watched three fights altogether, because I watched the Thiago Moises fight, but it was more in the background, I, I only really watched uh, Rosen, gain enough to like actually talk about it, and then I think there's four from the boxing, and then the Willie Limond, Ricky Burns fight, as if, for the first video I didn't do any research whatsoever, and I only spoke about Eubank Smith, because I knew it was happening, why did I not know that Willie Limond was fighting, um, but yeah, that was a, I think I realised about three, four rounds into with it. To, I may as well just. This was supposed to be the last thing, but may as well talk about it quickly because there's not much to say. I think I realised about three or four rounds into the uh, the Limond Burns fight that even when so they were similar ages in that, and they've not both like they've sort of sort of been active since the, since the same time. Even when them two were both in their prime, Burns would have ran through Willie Limond, and he's fresher. Was why, why did I, I don't know why. He, I feel like it looked. It just sounded like it would be a laugh to watch to. Um, you know, people that I liked, kind of, in boxing. Especially, like, Ricky Burns. Willie Lemond was all right, wasn't it? Um, I thought it'd be all right to watch, but it just was a bit sad. And then the thing was crazy, wasn't it? Anyone who watched the thing, it was such a, like, a low-budget thing. And at one point, I was sat here, so I wasn't listening to, to it proper. And then I was thinking, what is he saying? And when I actually started listening to it, the guy was shouting out where the after-party was and part the, the actual MC in between fights. And then he was telling everyone how to get a taxi to the after-party and what number to rig, saying they'll sort you out. Mad sure, but um, I still don't even know who the promoter is. Someone said it in the YouTube comments, but I forgot again already. I don't, there's no point saying where them two are going to go. Will any of them fight again? Maybe Ricky Burns will fight again. I don't think Willie Limit will fight again. He looked shocking, didn't he? Um, so that was Friday, and then Saturday was the big card, the Smith Eubank. Um, what a mad mad one that was. Uh, should I start the main event or should I start lower down the card? No, we'll start the main event. Most people won't even be asked about lower down the card. How mad was that like? So, Smith's come out, hasn't he? And so straight after it, I assumed he was going to say, I rolled my ankle, listen, I couldn't plant my feet. Because that's what it looked like to anybody watching it at home. He, he rolled his ankle, clear as day, couldn't plant his feet, couldn't get his shots off, like, looked a bit unsteady. Because anyone in here who sprains their ankles, like, you know, like, 
guessing girls as well, but lads more so when you played football and stuff. You'll sprain your ankle and it's the worst pain imaginable for about an hour and it proper hurts and then it swells loads and you're unsteady on it for about a week and then it usually just goes back normal, doesn't it? Um, but at the time, it's the worst, so he rolled both his ankles and then, that's why I just assumed he'd just say after the thing, yeah, um, yeah, I rolled both my ankles, like, what, what, what can you do? And he didn't even mention the ankles, he, he went on to the weight. So, obviously, um, I think, so, when he said weight, at first I was thinking it was at 160, like, why are you struggling at the weight? But then, obviously, he said about the back injury and, I also, it was, it was, I was listening to a podcast where they said um, they had a mate who did, oh, was it Hearn, was it Eddie Hearn? I can't remember who, someone said that they had a mate who did a similar injury to what Smith did to his back and you literally can't do anything, but he said he had to lose, had to lose £34, so if you think 160, that's 194, almost £200, what was he doing getting up to £200 anyway? If you can't train and you know that you've, your biggest rival at the minute has got a rematch clause for a fight that obviously he's going to want a rematch for, I know he went chasing Ben. And to be honest, I bet um, Liam Smith didn't think the fight was going to happen because he was chasing Ben and the Ben fight was almost done, wasn't it, at one point? And then you're thinking that was going to say that was three, four months in the future. Eubank always likes a bit of time after his fights, especially if he won a big, like if he wins a big fight, he takes longer off because he likes going on the, uh, he does all the circuit, does he, all the podcasts and everything. He loves it. He loves celebrating a win, like rightly so. But yeah, he does love celebrating a win. So Smith was probably thinking at the stage of his career now, where is he going to really fight? Do you know, like contenders and that, is he, he's been a world champion, so does he, he's, he's not going to come back, is he, and start fighting, um, I need to get rid of this phone, he's not going to come back, is he, and um, start fighting like, even like, you know, just like whoever the fuck from Mexico to get like a WBO or WBC or W whatever ranking, he's not, I don't think he can be asked doing them sort of fights anymore, can he really be asked coming and having a domestic fight, I know we had the one with Anthony Fowler, which, but I'm guessing... At that point, there wasn't really anything out there, was there? So Hearn just like did a little cash out thing with them two. Oh, the slurping must sound good. Um, so where does he go from here? And if the if Eubank was away fucking about with Ben, I bet he just thought he was probably going to have a long time out the ring. I can't imagine he's coming back for these sort of fights, so he would have just been waiting for Eubank. And then obviously the Ben deal falls apart because he's a fucking cheating bastard. Um, so then Eubank just goes back to the Smith rematch. So... £34 is obviously a lot and he would have, if he, and it, people are talking about it, it's weird isn't it because if something like this happens and no one gets told, it's a proper con, something like this happens and no one gets told and then afterwards all the all the people inside boxing when they were talking about it, they act smart as if, well they probably did all know about it as if it's like some sort of inside joke that they all knew he was fucked and still fought anyway, so obviously the way it has been an issue and then the ankles, he still, not, doesn't, still, still doesn't seem to be mentioning the ankles no, like I don't get it. The, the ankle, two ankle injuries was a bad injury. And so the weight thing, I, I, I think it was probably true. Too many people are saying it, it, like it was, uh, they knew about it for it not to be true. But that's his fault. For him to get up to £200 is ridiculous. Like obviously for me to get up to £200, I get to £200 all the time because I'm a fat bastard. But why is he, he shouldn't be getting up to £200 thinking he, there's a potential, like I said, he probably didn't think there was, but knowing that there's a slight chance you'll have to fight Eubank. So it's a weird one, isn't it? That win is probably both of their twos, no, definitely, actually, not stupid. It's not Smith's biggest win. He's literally been a world champion. Um, that win's definitely Eubank's biggest win. And the first one probably is one of Smith's biggest wins and probably his biggest moment because of like, how sick it was at the sold out Manchester Arena. Like, everyone was well on his side and then he stopped him when no one thought he was going to stop him. Most people didn't think he was going to beat him. So it was a big moment. But like, either win, like, now that we know 
not that we knew it at the time, but like like Smith says about Eubank, I know we so we did come down to one five nine, didn't it, to prove he could make weight for the one five seven, which like Smith always Smith says it, um where he conned the public because even even in the lead up to that, I was obviously all the stuff, all the boxing podcasts and the circuits and YouTube videos were all people talking about the fight. And about three different people, Spencer, what's he called? The 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 small one from Sky, Spencer Oliver. Spencer Oliver, is it? Yeah, it is him. I think it was Bunce. Uh, one of the fight disciples lads were all like, yeah, because he, he did cut down to make the weight for um, Connor Ben and then go straight into camp. And I think, no, he didn't. He went got down to 159. I know 159 to 157 doesn't seem like a lot. Um, to like two pounds doesn't seem like a lot. But them last two, anyone who knows anything about cutting weight, obviously I've never cut weight, but just from watching, just from knowing about boxing and uh, MMA and fucking knowing about the basic stuff about weight cutting them last two pounds to get from 159 to 157 would be harder for him than losing a stone the, the, the first stone from getting if he was start if he started his weight cut I don't know if to get down to 157 if he started his weight cut at 180 pounds I guarantee the first 18, 19 pounds were easier to get off than them last, them last two that's how bad they would have been off to get it off he, he would have been fucking dehydrated dry fucked because he'd been doing all kinds of whatever exercise to get it off probably had fucking hot baths bin bags on and everything then last two pounds would have, would have been well hard to get off. So he never made weight, but he did go down lower than one sixty when he had been fighting at one six eight for fucking well years, wasn't it? Because the super series was years, and then did like when he got out of the super series and did the was his little weird run with ITV pay per view after the super series, or was it before? I can't remember anywhere, but he was fighting at one six eight for a while, wasn't he? Um, and he's come down to one sixty cut it, gone back into camp, had to cut down again. So, it, like, the, so the Smith, the, the Smith win, do, is it, is it that great a win? Because Eubank was clearly compromised going into the fight and looked it, do you know what I mean? One, like I said in the last video, Eubank can't box and this doesn't, this win is a good win for him. It's his best win, but it doesn't prove he can box any more than I thought he could or couldn't um, because Smith was fucked, obviously. But one thing about Eubank was he was always sturdy when he, at least he was sturdy, he had a chin and like a bit of a blag, engine but an engine like he could go 12 rounds but he doesn't throw his output's not as much as he likes to make out he does videos where he's like throws a million punches in uh, in training and that but ne never really throws that many punches in a fight unless he's got your hurt or he knows he can't uh, and he he didn't throw like for, considering how hurt smith was in this fight in the second fight he was a bit cagey wasn't he eubank i think that's obviously to do with the uh with getting sparked in the first one um, there was times where, like, especially the fifth round, I think he got knocked down in the fourth, didn't he, Smith? Yeah, the fourth. And then the fifth round, I thought the fight was gonna was gonna end, and it obviously didn't. Um, but then, other than that, I don't. I think he had him. In, he was always on top, and I can't remember what other rounds he dropped him in. But never really like close to being stopped. Just sort of like Smith hanging on and Eubank doing enough, and then obviously towards the end, I think he just got. It was just, wasn't massively hurt Smith, was he? And he was even he was protesting the stoppage. I think it was just accumulation in the fact that the ref probably thinking he has no chance of winning this fight. So what's the, even if he's not getting mad, like majorly hurt, what's the point in leaving him in for another two rounds when he even if by some miracle Eubank took two rounds off and Smith won the last two rounds, what he would have still lost what like fucking with the knockdowns and everything about fourteen rounds to two. Do you know what I mean? Overall, like what was the point? So yeah, obviously the stoppage was right. But going back to the 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 like the credit you can give him, do you give Liam Smith that massive credit for the first one? Obviously he stopped Eubank, and like I said, he's always been sturdy, always had a good chin. But that weight cut must have affected Eubank for the first one, the the Ben U cut, and then the obviously the second cut for the fight. And then the second fight, how much credit do you give Eubank? Because Smith obviously dead at the weight. Everyone has now come out and said they knew he was, and his ankles rolled, both ankles rolled. I don't know why he's not using it as an excuse 
that is a fucking perfect excuse. And not one person would have come out and been like, this, you can see it. There's videos of his ankle rolling. Everyone would have been like, yeah, he, he rolled his ankle. Like, fair enough. But then with the, uh, but the weight, obviously that's, I can't argue with it. And it does seem true, but it's his fault. That's it's like the, the ankle is an excuse which could, will excuse him for his performance, you know what I mean? But the weight one isn't because that's his fault. Um, don't know where even man goes. Like I said about Liam Smith, is he going to go start going fighting back down at British fights just to, because it's obviously everyone loves a domestic fight and he could probably sell out the Echo Arena fighting other domestic fighters, but can he be asked? Can he be asked fighting WBA, getting himself up the WBO, WBA ladder and then having to fight like a final eliminator for short money because obviously he would have been he would have been paid serious money I mean, for these last two Eubank fights especially the, well I think he maybe probably got paid more for the first because the first was more popular probably did better on pay-per-view but the second I'm guessing he got a bigger cut because he was obviously the A-side this time and so even though I don't think the second would have done as well as the first pay-per-view wise definitely got paid very well that's probably the reason why these fights had to happen because Fucking Ben Shalom, as he all, as it always does, and has massively on so many fighters, overpays everybody. He probably overpaid Beefy as well, so that's why he's probably had to fight Smith twice, uh, fight Eubank twice to get him paid. Uh, like the probably the guarantee given to get him away from a uh, match room. How else will he pay him? Maybe the maybe think he'd come back for like a a Brook fight. Do you know what I mean? Maybe Smith will come like what well, I think Eubank is a bit of a celebrity fighter because he's definitely he couldn't be asked with them them other fights, but maybe a Brook. Do you know, like, another big fight where... Would Brook be a pay-per-view? Maybe not, but they'd definitely fill any arena nowadays, them two. So, you'd make it, like, you'd get paid well for that. So, maybe a Brook fight he'd probably come back for. Or just sit around and wait for if the trilogy ever happens. Made loads of money. I think he said many times he likes football over boxing. Probably just... I can't imagine he's going to come back any time soon. Unless it's for, like, a big... Not really for a world title, but big in Britain fight do you know what I mean and then Eubank just chased the Ben fight in it that's, that's all it's, is anybody interested in seeing him trying to become a world champion we know he won't and can't he's not good enough anybody else really interested in seeing him fight anyone domestically going after the British title or something like that no just the Ben fight in it even not really interested in seeing the Ben fight because I think he'll fucking wipe Ben out Ben was getting terrorised by small men at 147 small journeymen and then went away doubled in size somehow and starts blasting people out so Plus, there'll be a lot more scrutiny on the drug testing in, the, in if them two fight now after the last time. So he's not going to be able to be on the juice, Ben, and Eubank's going to kill him. But the, the intrigue's there, innit? Eddie will be fucking buzzing as well, by the way. He booked the fucking first fight, didn't he? And put it on in the O2. Sold out in seconds. He spent the entire media... Is that too close? I feel like I'm shouting as well. He spent the entire media round and... Uh, like the week, a couple of weeks before the fight and the week of the fight before it got cancelled, mourning about the fact that it could have done a stadium. And he... You could tell he was gutted that he... And one thing about Eddie is he's always been... He'll take risks when he'll gamble on things. The Frotcher-Groves rematch at Wembley was a gamble. Like, who would have thought that would have done that many... Um, how long have I been going? 15 minutes and I'm not even off... Not even off the main event of this card. Shocking, this one's supposed to be 20 minutes long. Um, no, I'm having a good time. Uh, yeah, so... What was he even saying then? Um, do you know what? Let's just get off this. Ben Shalom overpays everybody, so that's why... Smith will have to take that and Eubank just needs to fight Ben um, what was the next fight I've got the fights uh, Heffron Cullen do you know what I thought this makes me laugh this as well so I'll, we'll go to the falsely, uh, false accusations after this so I thought yeah I thought Heffron was going to win because I just thought Jack Cullen was damaged goods but what, do you know what I forgot in, uh, in the build up and when I did my video I forgot that Heffron has moved up 
what is it? They were fighting at super middleweight, was the yeah, 168, wasn't it? I forgot that Heffron's moved up a couple of weights to that. He started off quite low, and I, and I knew he started off lower, but just it just like didn't twinge at twing or whatever, twinge, twig, whatever. Um, and then it, and then when I realized it did, I think someone said it on the broadcast. I thought, do you know what? His power's not translated, has it at all? It's not moved up with him, but I knew that. I knew his power didn't move up with him. And the way he won the British title was is very similar to how Cullen's just won it, like, wasn't the favorite to win. Not a massive, massive shock, but I feel like that that British. Is it the middleweight or super middleweight? Super middleweight, isn't it? 168, 168, yeah. I feel like that's been passed around a lot now and no one really holds it. And would you expect Jack Cullen to hold it? Maybe if he had one, um, depending on the first defence could win it, but then there's, you wouldn't expect him to hold it on. Like You wouldn't expect him to get it, win it outright, would you? And you wouldn't have thought Mark Efron would win it outright. Either it gets passed about quite a lot. But what a sick fight that was and what a sick shot. I was buzzing. Me, obviously, I wanted Jack to win. He's from Bolton and he's, he's sounding that. I did say like Little Eva and Farm have always used to like quite hate each other, but... Obviously, he's sound. Um, has there ever been a more definitely? You can ask him. I, I I actually don't know where it was done, but I'd bet all the money I own, I own, I have in the world that that tattoo was done on holidays. North Face tattoo. I'm mad at that. The North Face badge work would be on a t-shirt tattooed there. That's definitely done on holiday, isn't it? Um, but yeah, sick fight. Uh, someone said on Twitter when I tweeted the video, like the left up was that good that you didn't see it. You almost didn't catch it, and in real time, you didn't. I didn't realize what shot had done Efron. Um, live and then it was the replay it was like what a sick left up but if you watch no one seems to have been talking about it on getting onto it and they didn't the broadcast didn't message uh, didn't talk about it if you watch just before he lands that left up they hook with each other again and Heffron lands a little bit but Cullen lands a left up and Heffron's legs go a bit stiff and then when they go again for the second one um, it looks like they both hook but because I don't think Heffron's legs are fully there he's miles off but they, they literally just traded hooks a second ago and both landed um, so I thought I think he was already hurt from the first left up and the second one just put him to sleep and then well didn't put him to sleep because he got up on three didn't it and when it got to like seven eight it looked like from where the camera angle was that he was sturdy and he was stood up and I was thinking right the fight's going to go on and then he just fucking hit the deck again for a second time sick man Jack Cullen looks so happy you would be though a British title like I feel like non I feel like casual I, I am a casual boxing fan now because I don't consume it like I used to but I feel like I still have a clue about boxing but I feel like full casual boxing fans the ones who like put a shirt and tie on and go to fucking a Joshua fight every year they don't really care and realise how sick the British title is but imagine being a boxer and saying you won the British title that's sick he's, he's, he's smashed it hasn't he sick fights like sick guy and the, winning the British title is fucking sick again and then what other kind of fight happened that has him again I think it's just another he's obviously very talented in that but I don't is anyone that asked about watching his career progress other than his mates and his family? Not really. Maybe in a. I don't. Why is he co-main event? Why is he uh, the feature fight on that card? What a ridiculous choice! And if you're going to do him, do him as a feature fight on a card like that, it has to be a, someone who he's just going to run through, and then all the eyes are on it. And like, oh my god, who's this kid? Do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't put him. You don't put him in a ten rounder against someone who's tough when it's probably going to go the ten round distance because that Azim can't punch either. As a co-main, it saps all the life out of the crowd and everything. Um, Shocking, and then oh my god, the, I don't even have to look at my phone for this one. The Fraser Clark and Dave Allen fight, what was that? How bad is Dave Allen? He was never good though, was he? He's not boxed for years. I know he's had like a few fights in like leisure centers, like his comeback fights to build up to getting a big payday like this. I'm guessing he got paid well because um, Fraser Clark gets paid well, and he's never been good ever. And he was never going to be good in this one either, and just. Fraser Clark went, what, what was it, the sixth? Well, yeah, it was the fucking sixth round because I went under six and a half rounds on my 250 bet. Obviously, other things let me down, so it didn't matter and I didn't didn't win it. How is he, how is he not getting him out before six and a half rounds? Fraser Clark's not good, is he? 
he, that's another one of Ben Shalom's but Ben is it Ben Shalom? Yeah, one, another one of his busts, mate. How, why is he back to Fraser Clark? And I know, and from what Hearn said, and Hearn, remember back in the day when Hearn first was fresh on the scene and he used to kick off about how other promoters would um, leak, like how much his fighters are getting paid. He did leak fight news and he used to say it's because they're bitter and that. And now Eddie's got older and bitter and does it all the time. He leaked, didn't he, at the time? Said he said uh, Fraser Clark's getting, what is he getting 100 grand a fight? That is scandalous. What's he, what, how's he on 100 grand a fight? Was it, did he? What did he get in the... He's not a gold medalist, is he, in the Olympics? What did he get in the Olympics? Did he medal? Where's the, where's the hype around him? He doesn't, he's not a ticket seller. Got no charisma. That thing, what he said to... Um, I think he was funny, though. What's his name? Dean... Is it Dean Hobson? No, not, Whatever Hobson. That was funny, wasn't it? Trying to spin a deal. <laughs> he's probably been robbing Dave Allen all his career, just trying to rob him one more time. Sky had to apologise for the comments. We apologise for any comments that were made there. That was funny, but he's not like a... He's not a talker or anything. Underground the fight... I don't know where he goes from here. He wouldn't be Adelaide. He wouldn't be Wardley. What's that fucking initial name guy? I don't know about him. I think he's a bit shit. But why? Why this TKV? Where's he come from? And why is he like one of the prominent heavyweights? He's just Ben Shalom's just mad. I think with the people he's signed. Like, did he? Did, does he? Did he not watch boxing? Joseph Parker Pitt give him a contract on serious, like guaranteed money. He was fucked by the time he signed him, and he was never that good anyway. Joseph Parker. And then fucking Florian Marku, this is one that I've actually been told about and I know is true. Overpaid Florian Marku so much, he can't even get him out because like, he just loses money every time he, wa he wants to try and get him out. So he had to, to try and do him one in, was it Azbekistan or whatever where he's from? He did a show there because obviously trying to sell a few tickets to get him paid and then he's had to put him on pay-per-view pay cards because he's he giving him that much money up front that he can't fucking afford to pay him. Who else has he overpaid? Massively. Smith, probably over. That's why he had to be on that fucking out of Corley, Boatze. What's weird about him overpaying for these boxes is no one was was anyone trying to wrestle uh, Boatze or Rikoli away from Matchroom other than him and massively overpaid him like nobody was. Everyone knows these were two good to all like better than good fighters. Boring, no fan base, don't sell tickets, and he went and overpaid for them both. I don't. He's overpaid for so many fighters. I just don't understand what his little what his plan is with um, with boxer, and then all his he he signs Rikoli, puts him against. Uh, uh, mandatory, his mandatory opponent who no one's ever heard of puts it in the Manchester Arena they must have done 3,000 tickets it was 20,000 what is it what, how, is, how is a fucking idiot like me knowing everything he's doing is fucking stupid he still keeps doing it he must be hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money because Sky don't pay that well Eddie Earn used to always that was one thing he used to kick about kick, kick off didn't he about Sky about the fight night cards they don't pay that well I'm still unboxing that I need to get off it that was the last thing about boxing anyway so let's move on to the because uh, the, this has been 22 minutes already it's going to be a long one this um, MMA I only because I was flicking between the two I only really watched the Gain fight and the Spivak fight and the Minot versus uh, Rose I watched the Thiago Moises fight he lost in it yeah I watched that but in the background so not enough to talk about it the Rose fight was weird like why is Pat Barry now her coach I, I have seen that she's come out and said like everyone's saying that um, what's his name now the uh, Gacy's trainer as well uh Trevor Whitman, uh, why, why wasn't he in her corner? And she said it's nothing to do with Pat Barry, it was something to do with the Gaethje was training for his BMF fight. I think Gaethje trained somewhere else because uh, Whitman was getting a new gym, so maybe it just didn't work schedule-wise. Uh, but Pat Barry in the corner, she's got a, a fingers dislocated. How many times does uh, fingers dislocate in fights where it's painful, but they click it back and then it's good to go with the adrenaline. You can just kick on and keep going, can't you? And uh, and and they never, like, they never. She... Um, 
he said, she said, my, fi- my finger's broken. And Pat Barry went, you don't need your finger at the minute. Didn't even look at it, didn't touch it, didn't do anything with it. Just give her water and give her shit instructions. And she just went out and got beat. I get, like, obviously, if you don't click it back, she said she couldn't uh, make a fist. She said she couldn't grapple with it, couldn't get grips with it, obviously, to to get takedowns and stuff. So, obviously, it massively hampered them. They didn't do anything to help her. Like, I seen that Minor says she said she needs to move down to 115. And I probably agree. I don't think she's big for 125. But she's come out and said, like, I dropped you twice. Um, I like it here. I like the fact that I don't have to cut weight. So, if she's happy at 125, I'd watch Fug Rose fight anyone. So, anybody would want this or... She's happy at 125, just leave her there and let her just see what she can do. She's probably, because of her name and how popular she is, she's probably only ever two minor fights or one big fight away from a title shot because the division's weak in it. And especially if Valentina wins, Valentina has got like a few contenders now, but usually like can go on a lap of the division so you can get a title shot that you don't deserve just on the fact that she's beat everyone else. So leave her at 125, she'll get a title shot. But I don't, I do find it weird that she moved up when she's got two wins over um, Whaley Zhang because hers like, I've beat you twice. You're the champion. You have to fight me. Like you can't say you're the champion. The division were both in when I beat you twice, so you have to fight me. So don't know why she moved up, but yeah, that was that fight. And then the game fight. So I got the Liam Smith fight badly wrong. I still couldn't admit defeat, and I said, "Oh, he's going to shake off that sprain and stop Smith late," as if that was ever going to happen. I don't think he. he, he I seen a stat. He landed seven. Not never landed more than seven punches in one round. Any one round. That's bad. Um, but yeah, I got that wrong. I got the Hefron fight wrong. Did I go again in the end? Did I go again? Oh, did I go Spivak? I think I went Gain in the end, but massively like side on the side of Spivak could win because Gain can't wrestle. And Gain just fucking dominated him start to finish. I think what's happened with that, because Spivak tried two or three takedowns in the first round and couldn't get anywhere near. Gain was too athletic, too strong. I think Spivak's realised, like, shit, I can't get this guy down. Spivak's tiring as well because trying to get a takedown is tiring. And I think he's just thought he's fucked because the second round he just gave in, didn't he? He come out and sort of was resigned to losing and Gain just fucking fucked him up and stopped him. Uh, bit of a the card seemed them French cards seem sicker than they are because the crowd are so like wild and so every like when so the I think it was a Moises fight who was the guy was the guy in the Moises fight did he look a bit like um, Ankalaev with a big beard and that but he was French he uh, when he stopped Moises it went it, it went off didn't it in the arena but like and I think they do that for all the French fighters so it kind of makes the card look better but it wasn't a good card uh, and what else was there was that the only one in it yeah and then obviously a reviewer this week well, this week's only, there's no boxing on this week, is there? Which is quite good, because... No, actually, it's not quite good. Last week was really good. Even though you had to flip between the two, um, it was good, and then it finished at a normal time, so you could go and get in bed. No, last week was good. I, I, I preferred that. I, I probably, what's this? The only combat sports on this week's UFC 293. I don't even know if I'm going to bother watching UFC 293. It's, how bad a card is that, top to bottom? One of the worst numbered pay-per-view cards, in it, ever they've ever done. Like, seriously, ever done. The core main... Is only interesting because everyone thinks two of us is funny. That that is it. That's a fact in it. Oh, the the court, nobody cares about core mate, uh, two of us versus Volkov. Other than two of us are being funny. It's got no stakes. The winner of that's a million miles off a title shot. The loser of that will just still get another fight because they're popular enough to get up to get fights. You know what I mean? Like it has no stakes. Volkov's probably just going to like batter him from the outside. It's gonna, I can't imagine it's going to be. A, won't be a boring fight because two of us will be getting battered and be throwing punches and landing punches and that. So it'll be a good fight-ish to watch, but I imagine that um, Falkov's just going to dominate. And I mean, even if, like, what is the fight? It's not That's not a core main event, is it, for a pay-per-view card? And then the main event, Izzy versus Strickland. Izzy's a superstar now since the uh, Pereira rematch and he was always popular, but now he's like definitely like a big superstar. So I guess it's like good that they can, he can hold a pay-per-view card on his own, but Strickland has got no chance of winning, has he, really, if we're honest. 
everyone's saying he could wrestle him, but Strickland's not a good wrestler. I know Izzy's definitely not a good wrestler, but he's got unbelievable, like, lights out takedown defence. So, could Strickland get him down? Could Strickland wrestle for five rounds? Is he good enough to wrestle when, for five rounds when every round starts on the feet? Do you know what I mean? And if he goes out, and he's been saying, listen, I should lose this fight, so the only chance I've got is to just go at him and I'll either get stopped or I'll stop him. He will get stopped early if he just goes out like he did against Pro against Adesanya, because he's just too accurate, uh, Adesanya. So the main event, the main event's not compelling because I think it's very one-sided. And the core main event, well, it's going to be a, a decent fight. Is that a core main event for a UFC card? It's like, it means nothing, does it? And then what was the other card? So I've, I've got the card up. Uh... Manuel Kate versus Felipe de Sanos is the um, the f- a flyweight third ca- third from the top card fight on the card. The other guy, that Felipe, hasn't even got a Wikipedia page. Justin Taffer, I know who he is, and Pedro and Tyson Pedro, I know who they are, but they're both in fights that I don't care about. Do you know what? Actually, yeah, Carlos Herbert at Oberg versus Young Dun Un will be a good fight. Um, I didn't even know that was on because it's the it's on the preliminary card. Uh, that'll be a good fight. Uh, what's that like anyway? Yeah, yeah, that'll be a good fight, but I'm not. Probably won't, definitely wouldn't be staying up to watch that and don't imagine I'll be setting an alarm to watch that, I'll just wake up and watch it. Do you know what it is, if I don't watch it live though, I never really watch them, even no matter how big the card is, even a card twice the size of that, if I don't watch it live, I just end up, as soon as I wake up, I look at the result and then I can't watch something if I know the result and I'll just end up watching the clips on Twitter or something, so I doubt I'll even see this UFC 293 card, um, what's after that, but the week after that's the Grosso Shevchenko card, which is quite a good one and it's... I say it's free. Every card's free for us in England, but it's just a uh, numbered event, in it? It's a fight night card, but headlined by a title fight, which is quite rare. So I guess that'll be quite cool to do, but yeah. I've gone 30 minutes on a video that I didn't want to be above 20. Um, but I have definitely got all the topics in. Glad that next week's quite, this weekend's quite thin because I don't think I could be asked still talking about boxing now, but yeah. Like and subscribe. Um, I don't know if the video's going to sound better downstairs here, but uh, when it's just an early one with a coffee and that, I feel like it's more chilling to be down here than upstairs. So, yeah. Like and subscribe. Uh, I need to do a bet boxing one, uh, uh, betting one this weekend. I'll do that Friday night. I was going to do an overall football one, talking about last week's results and then talking about this week's fixtures, but then I realised this week's international, so I'm just going to pretend internationals don't exist, and when they're on, I'll just be doing other shit because I literally cannot be arse of them. Um, so the live chat Sunday I've got loads of sick questions and obviously the chat goes off and you get questions from the chat so I don't really you can send questions in if you want and I'll pick them or save them for next week whatever but I'm not asked about sending any more questions in because we've got some sick questions so yeah uh, for the third time like and subscribe I'm off see you later